once, I don't remember what year or when, but I was home uh, during the week painting and doing whatever artists do. And I got a phone call from a detective and he asked to speak to me about a crime, a burglary that had been committed. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't left the, left the studio in months. But he said, no, he, uh, somebody had broken into a wealthy family's home and ransacked it, took anything they could that they thought was of value. And one of the things they took was uh, one of my paintings right off the wall, the big art heist. So how does it feel knowing that your art has been stolen in an art heist? <laughs> well, I felt bad for the people. I mean, getting money back didn't get them the painting. And I know they loved it. Um, yeah, I felt I feel totally vindicated. I have I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Lupe Carlos IV, and welcome to my podcast, wherein I talk to interesting people about things I'm interested in, go way too deep into random topics, and generally do my best to avoid making TikToks while I'm injured in quarantine. So most people know that my dad is a photographer, but what they don't know is that he's been an artist his whole life. And growing up in Colorado and moving to Seattle, he's actually a pretty famous painter. So we sat down, had several long conversations, and I have tried to edit them down into a cohesive story. It was about Christmas time. I packed up all of my portfolio of high school art all the way to 19. And I went unannounced and knocked on his door like on a Friday night and he was having a Christmas party. Last episode, we finished off with my dad going to Ramon Kelly's house, the most famous artist in Colorado, and asking, will you teach me to paint? He said he was impressed, and then he, he told me, I will teach you to paint, but you need to spend five years learning to draw, really learning to draw. And without further ado, part two. Well, it wasn't until 20 years later, I realized that was a blow off. <laughs> <laughs> I was so earnest. I was like, right on. I'll be back in five years. <laughs> just hold your <laughs> So in those five years, I, I got a job at Savage Oak Gallery and I met a couple of really super cool painters my age. And I really started a career and really, really, really got down and learned how to academically draw. So I went back. Five years later, with a new portfolio, knocked on his door unannounced and said, here's my new stuff. Will you teach me to paint? And he said, yes, I will. <laughs> Easy enough. And at the same time, there was another artist named Ned Jacob who also agreed to teach me to paint. So I had two mentors, uh, Ned Jacob and Ramon Kelly. And then there was Savage too. Not as much well, an art mentor, but a spiritual oh, guide. Oh, my God. Uh, another part of this whole thing was that I worked for Savage We talked about Savage o. He ran a place called Savage o Gallery, and they did art. Uh, it was a gallery, so they showed art. But he also did picture framing, and he did uh, uh, replicas of historic mats and frames. So there's a lot of antiquing, a lot of mold making, some carving, and I learned how to do all of that working for him. I was 21 when I started there. I had my first one-man show with him at 24. He, he also showed my work. And then when I moved to Seattle at 27, he 
bought a painting a month from me to support me while I was wow. out there. Yeah, a super, um, just an amazing guy. And then at 28, he gave me a call and he said uh, that I was fired. He said uh, he had taught me as much as he could. He had me read all these hundreds of books. That's another story. And uh, he said, you're qualified to think you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, Savageo is easily one of my favorite characters throughout this entire story. I might even end up doing a whole podcast just asking my dad questions about him. So we cut to now I'm 33, 34 years old. Okay. And I've uh, been teaching all this time. I met Ramon Kelly at 34 years old. Uh no, I was 35. It, I had my first retrospect was given to me by Seattle University. And okay, they okay, gave me okay. a dinner. What is a retrospect? Okay, retrospect is where they show um, an overview of your career. At 33 so years at, old. At, yeah, 35. <laughs> yeah, they gave me a retrospect because I had been painting since I was like 13. Mm. And so I showed all the examples of all those, all those years and uh, the growth and uh, the series I had done and blah, blah, blah. And I'm very sad to tell you that all that work's been lost. Wow. Through the troubles. And we can talk about that later if, mm -hmm. if we come to it. Yes, these troubles will be discussed, but we're not there yet. But at any rate, at 35... Um, Oh, for your for your listeners, I've never done time or been arrested. That's not <laughs> at thirty five. I, I they gave me this retrospect, and uh, we had a dinner and blah blah blah. And then there was a lecture uh, that I was going to give. Okay, sorry, real class. quick. Off the, I, we can cut this out. But you've never been arrested. No, uh, -uh. Wow. I've never been arrested. <laughs> We can leave, we can leave that in because you're a little surprised. Yeah. <laughs> well, just just hearing about the, I I have gotten little bits and pieces of the childhood story that you alluded to. If you had heard the stories I had heard, you would also be slightly impressed by this fact. I doubt many other people have cow tipped a delivery truck before. Well, I could never tell you the stories because you were young enough. I thought you might try to repeat the stories. <laughs> it's the Mythbusters theory, right? Like they do it so they don't have to. <laughs> well, that's true. So back to the art. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they, they offered to have me or they asked me to give a painting lecture to a painting class. So... Uh, yeah, so then I, I decided that if I'm going to go get this lecture, I need to I need to get these kids' attention. Kids, they were probably 15 years younger than me, get their attention. So I started the lecture, and this is where uh, this is answering your initial question about this. Started the lecture by saying, at 19, I went to this guy's Ramon Kelly's house. Blah blah blah. He taught me to. I asked him to teach me to paint. He said, "Come back in five years." I came back in five years, and my first lesson. He talked for two solid hours and he laid out things that would have taken me 20 years to figure out on my own. And I'm about to tell you the same things he told me. Ooh, wow. Yeah, they were leaning forward in their seat. <laughs> and then I said, not really, and I left. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Die>. <laughs> 
Psych. <laughs> so, so um, that was in April. You were born in July. So I was showing at a. Uh, oh, yeah. at eight? So you're. I was showing it. Are we off the record? Are we not going to go into the art advice? What art or advice? The, the two hours. The. Oh yeah, we're not going to go yeah, into yeah. that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because there's, you know, it wouldn't make any sense because I'm not drawing and showing and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, also tell you, but pay thousands of dollars for that. <laughs> I don't mind just feeling. You know, that's one thing that Savage said. He was. That's a whole other conversation, Savage. Mm-hmm. He was the first genius, psychological genius I ever met. This guy was unbelievable and i was enthralled and one of the bits of advice of thousands of bits of advice that he gave me over seven eight years of working with him and for him was he said that information is free and if somebody deserves it they'll use it Hmm. yeah i really love that yeah it's it's uh i remember a lot of his uh a lot of his advice so the Ramon Kelly advice then was very technical, very yeah, example right, exactly. oriented, very right, right. Okay, it's like okay, direct sunlight hitting an object is warm. The cast shadow is cool. Reflected light is also warm. The vertical shadows are neutral. That kind. And of then, stuff. as you get further into the horizon. Well, here's the thing is that you look at the horizon and first of all, the sky is a spectrum, just like a rainbow. So it's a pinkish gray at the bottom. Then it goes through the, through the spectrum and it's turns turquoise, then uh, darker blue. And at the top, it's nearly violet again. So that's a bit of information that changes every, the way you look at the sky forever. (laughs) Then you've got also another gradient coming from where the sun is, where the light is making that corner of the sky lighter. And as it goes across, it gets darker. So you've got these two gradients happening in the sky. Something tells me this guy knows what he's talking about. So I'm 35 years old. It's four months before you're born. I I was showing art in eight galleries around the country. Let's see if I can name them. Oh, here's one for you. When you were born, I was showing art at the Trump Tower. In New York. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would no longer do. How did you feel about it at the time? It was just another rich guy? Yeah, well, anytime you attach a famous name to something, you know, then it, it's good for your resume. Yeah. So it could have been the Rockefeller Center. It could have been, you know, I've never been there. What the hell do I know? But... <laughs> So I'm getting to the tragic okay, part okay. here. I'm ready to be sad. You ready to be sad? So eight ga- eight ga- eight galleries, yeah, eight galleries around the country, including uh, here in Seattle, Carmel, Boston, New York. I just said that. Um, New Orleans, San Francisco, and the Big Island of Hawaii at the uh, Royal Waikoloa Hilton. Mm. Um, showing all those places. The summer before you were born, I had traveled down to New York and I met an artist. And every year 
he took, this guy was established. He was 60 and I was 35. He would take a young artist, bring him into the studio and they would paint together for a summer. And then he would give this young artist a show and introduce him to his international. Wow. And he selected me for that, the summer you were born. Hmm. And I had just signed a uh, contract with a uh, print company to make reproductions of my work and have it distributed globally. Just at the, at the time you were born. Mm -hmm. So you're born, all that's going on. And four months after you were born, I was stricken with arthritis. And uh, I was so sick that I couldn't turn the doorknob with my hands. They hurt so much. Mm -hmm. And uh, I never really, I never professionally painted again after that. Hmm. Just like that. And the doctor said, not a matter of if he'll walk again, it's if he'll live. Yeah, they said, we're not going to talk about you getting better. We're going to talk about trying to save your mm -hmm. life. But he's still here, happy and healthy, and keeping up with his artistic passions. So keep on listening to hear about the fall caused by the arthritis, the eventual loss of all of that art, and then the recovery from arthritis that led him back to where he is today. As always, thank you so much for listening. I have a total blast making these. Uh, if you have any questions or want to hear more about anything that we talked about in this episode, please, please, please reach out. That would totally make my day. Thanks so much.